Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. All I ever wanted was a little love. I want true romance. It's true. Hello and welcome to True Romance. This is Carolina Barlow. This is Devin Leary. And I just want to say something. Uh-oh. I had a feeling when I came on this Zoom someone from my past was going to be on here. I just had a feeling. And who is on here from your past? You, bitch! <laughs> I'm doing Lydia. I am... Oh, my God, Lydia. <laughs> I just had I, a feeling. Oh, my God. Uh, I know you. You are me. <laughs> um, I have a quick story, which is that I went to a Lakers game this week. And I know you're thinking, Carolina, why were Brag. you at a sports event? Did you black out and end up there? Just like when I drank, once I blacked out and ended up in a seeing the blind side in theaters completely alone with Sephora makeup all over my face because I'd wandered into Sephora and asked for a makeover. That's um, amazing. And then bought tickets to the blind side, apparently, and um, came to seeing that. So, yes, I went to a Lakers game. Will gave me his tickets. He has floor seats, which is obviously, like, insane and amazing. And my dad was in town, so I was very excited to, you know, show my dad. Now, this next part, Show my dad people, off. I was show, ready to show off my damn dad. This is daddy. <laughs> oh, God, put me to death. Um, put me out. We're saying hey, that um, you guys are excited about. Wait, I can't even do this bit because I don't know a single Lakers player's name. LeBron. Is he on the Lakers? I thought. Yes. Oh, I thought he was on Cleveland or something. That was about 800 years ago. OK, never mind. Just go on. I can't participate in the dialogue, obviously. So uh, this next part, people are have accused me of lying about. I'll say oh. this. I swear on my ding dong life that this happened. OK. Um. And it's one of those things that when you happen, you think, of course, this would happen to me. Of course, this is a part of my story. So I did get hit square in the face with a basketball. <laughs> square in the face. My glasses were crooked afterwards. The side of my face hurt the whole time. 
And we're going to do a rewind like in Real Housewives. Um, So rewind to earlier that day before I get hit in the face with the ball before I go to a Lakers game. I was complaining to both my parents about how I do not think I'm attractive. I'm never going to end up with anyone. No guy is going to like me. I am cursed because I have so many scars. Yada, yada, yada. You guys know the narrative. Fast forward. I get hit in the face with a ball. A player named D'Angelo Russell says, are you okay? He is the only Laker that would check on me. And I want to say that to all the Lakers listening. None of you checked on me. I came out to support (laughs) you. And no, you guys all saw a ball hit me square in the face. No one next to me, no one on the floor seats, by the way, asked if I was okay. A lot of the woman in the Gucci suit to the right of me. No, you didn't. You didn't seem to care. LeBron more like La Careless. <laughs> How about that? Lo, where the heck are you? <laughs> um, D'Angelo Russell says, are you okay? I say, I think so. Is he hot? And extra, like, I'm sorry, but every single Lakers player I was imagining as my boyfriend. I was like, there are so many hot guys you don't even, I, I feel like gross. I've heard like, that. Yeah, I've heard that about basketball games. <laughs> so... Um, D'Angelo Russell goes, are you okay? I go, I- I'm so overwhelmed with embarrassment that I'm like, I think so. And he goes, you look lovely. <gasps> and that <gasps> is what I needed. Oh my that God. Was healing to my soul. You that look lovely. That's so sweet. It was the sweetest thing that ever happened to me. I was incredibly I moved. I cried. I feel like. So I didn't hear it until my dad repeated it to me. And he said, okay. I'm so glad you didn't. Okay. It's not my dad lying. I swear to Christ. Because he said something and I didn't hear him. He said my dad was nothing like, and your dad's like, oh my God, that's He amazing. said you're he, beautiful. He, he just said he wanted him. to marry you. <laughs> no, he really did say I look lovely. I know all these people are doubting. I know that you're in your head, car shaking your head right now to this, but I swear on my ding dong life. And my dad was like, I'm glad you didn't hear it because you would have started crying. And okay, you this know is what? what I'll say. This is what I'll say. If your dad was lying, he would have said, oh, he said you look beautiful. You look lovely is such a specific like you can't make that up. You can't make this up. You can't make this up. Even Toby Barlow, the novelist, cannot make up a story like this. this. Someone who spins. um, What's the metaphor for spins yarn? Uh, What? The metaphor Someone for spins yarn? Metaphor for writing. Spins stories, spins webs. Oh, I Everyone don't know. out there. You guys, I went to a um, four-year college and I didn't pay attention to a goddamn thing. Listen, um, if you had, if you study writing and want to tell us the metaphor for writing that's akin to yarn, please don't because up. that sounds like something I don't want to read. Oh, okay. Then do not DM us with that. <laughs> um, just like the guy who DM'd me um, and complained about the way I talk. He said, wait, what if wait, wait, I want to hear that. But also, what if you DM D'Angelo Russell, excuse me, and say, hey, it's me. Hey, it's me. Lovely. It's me. Lovely. Why not? Um, Because he, I think he is with wife. Oh, OK. I think he was just being kind to the girl who got hit in the face with the ball. Um, But again, That's so cute. I just want to say if you see someone get hit in the face with a ball, check on them. Check on your friend. Check on strangers. La careless did not but can La you tell careless. me can you tell me what the guy in your dm said oh he said something something that i used to say a lot which is that um I, it was something like to be fair although that's true um and he was like you say this too much you say and 
to be fair to be, or, or, yeah something it was something like that okay i think that it's really important to actually be fair like yeah how sorry about, how about our justice system is completely backwards and i think how it's important that? i think Ever it's heard important it? especially as a younger sibling by the way fairness <laughs> is so important like when you're the youngest everything is that's not fair even as an adult it carries over i was just gonna but see if we see, have I any actually... new reviews but we don't have a single one so listen if you're listening um three things like subscribe review and then actually number four subscribe to my newsletter for the drama the number four the t-h-e drama d-r-a-m-a dot substack dot com and also, I think it's really important to care about fairness because it's really not fair slash no fair when things happen that <laughs> no aren't fair slash no fair. You might you might say no fair, actually, when that happens uh, as an I will say as a younger sibling, a.k.a. the baby of the family, I did get treated like a little angel on earth did or do. Carol? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I've been, at, I've been at Carolina's house and seen her say, mommy. And then her mom just scuttles over with a this plate of incorrect. beautiful hand-baked bread with butter and jam. And Carolina says in this voice, thank you, mommy. That is unfortunately correct and a accurate description of my household. Um, and let's just say I take care of my family. I am a good uh, matron of the house. But they take care of me, too. Clearly, I have drinking a pot of coffee that my mother made for me. Yeah, that was and another thing. I am going to turn 34 next year. What, what? The infamous um, when Carolina slept over my house and the coffee wasn't good enough for her because she's used to her mom brewing her a Chemex every listen, day. Listen, I don't drink. I don't smoke. I like nice coffee. It's my one, if you want to call it a vice, vice. And it's important to me. It's like cocaine. Like fentanyl is out there it's dangerous that's how i feel about you know bad coffee i'm like uh, i don't know what's in that trader joe's french roast is the equivalent of fentanyl you heard it here first <laughs> gals um so i also have some big news and you know on. this is big news and go on i am going on a coffee date with a boy <laughs> The man, because he is older than me by a good thirteen years. Um, and what time is I'm the date? It's at eleven a.m., so it's literally in two and a half hours. Oh shit! I'm doing That's my an math early right. ass date. Yeah, well, I asked for dinner, and he was like, "I can do dinner in a pinch, but coffee's better for me." And I'm like, "Okay, there's wait something... dinner in a pinch. What does that mean?" I actually do not know. I think he meant like, if you have to do, if we have to do dinner, I'll do dinner. Okay. I, I'm not. Sh I'm not sure. This is maybe how older people and the and then older generation speak. Um, oh, he's old, so maybe that's the 11 a.m. thing. Oh yeah, oh, that that's when they let him out of the senior center. <laughs> oh, the retirement community is. That's when they're allowed to leave the property. Got it. <laughs> um, so we're gonna play cards and checkers. Oh um, no, no 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 I'm joking. He's gonna have um, a newsboy cap on and you're like your move. I, oh god, the newsboy cap. You guys know that I once told a guy that I would straight up have sex with him without meeting him, then got to his house and he was wearing a newsboy cap <laughs> and I promptly left. 
That's actually thought, amazing, though. You have to normalize leaving. Like, we have to normalize leaving. Okay, that is so important. I had someone tell me once, you do not need a reason to leave a situation. We are conditioned to be like, oh, my God, I have to go. Boobity boobity is calling. And or like, I have to I have an early morning or whatever. It's actually extremely powerful to say, you guys, I'm going to head out. Okay, I actually disagree with that, though, in certain circumstances. Like, I agree when when you're when you're already there. I agree. You can say I have to go. But when people cancel something and they don't give a That's fake reason. Different. That's different. Like when people are like, I just like don't want to come anymore. Or like I or even like. I don't know. I'm like, if you're can't sometimes it's just better to give a fake reason. And then people aren't like, wait, what? Like. Like, of course, I can presume if you say like, oh, I'm actually like I didn't sleep well or I don't feel well. I can presume like, oh, maybe they just like don't want to hang out. But I have the the comfort of like, or maybe they're actually sick. But maybe they're not in a, lying. In a dating scenario, you can just say bye. I... Or, or what I like to say, if especially if it's a man, because they're so terrified of like women, you could just say like, I'm feeling really uncomfortable and then leave. <gasps> and then they have to sit with it and think like, oh, what did, what I, did do? I do? Well, maybe when you drew out your penis, it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> when you drew it out slowly, that's drew like the it worst. Out. The oh, worst God. verb for taking out a penis is drew. You drew it out. It's like so slow. It's like, ooh. I want you. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. I'm so nervous that I wrote down questions to ask him on my iPhone. Like I was like, just in case I run out of things to say. That's actually really cute. I think that's cute. I just don't even know what you do in these situations. And I forget. Tell me this, Devin, who initiates like maybe hanging out again? Um, I would say this is where this is where you come upon the question of all questions. Right. Because some people would say play the game you don't say shit like just wait for him to say it and if he doesn't say it say nothing but i would say be yourself and if you want to hang out again by the end of the night or the sorry by the end of the early a.m say um this was really fun i would love to do something again sometime I have been encouraged in the past to say things like this. I have texted that and not heard back, but I really do believe that it's time for me to be bold about love if I want it in my life. Um, Yeah. Even though, as I told you earlier, Devin, I do not want... um, The idea of sex is like... (laughs) It's just funny to me that when I was 16, 17, I I couldn't think about anything else besides like having sex with my boyfriend. And... Yet now waking up thinking about going on this date, but also thinking about like, would I ever have sex with this person? He's extremely attractive, but it's more of like, what is sex? Like, I forget. I've become so fucking annoying. Like, I literally can't even I went to see The Exorcist and I was like saying out loud like, oh, and it's because she got an abortion, right? Like, I'm like so angry at men that I like can't even just like be and hang out like and I actually I went to this vintage like marketplace, like vintage marketplace. I went to like this flea market thing and there was male vendors and I literally was like, I'm not buying from them. No, I completely understand <laughs> that. I don't, I don't like if I'm but getting I, a massage, I don't want a, a man to touch me, which I used to, which I'm looking at you like cuckoo bananas who yeah, I, but I, I'm I, saying, I, yeah. I think like it's society puts all this pressure on women where it's like, okay, so sex means like performing and like, and of course on men in a similar way it's like all this pressure is put on it's not like what it should be which is like us getting to know each other and then being comfortable enough to like have an intimate experience where we try to both like achieve orgasm instead it's like this performance this labor this like nerve-wracking terrifying thing it's like that is a very (sighs) good description actually of what it is like yeah um yeah, so we'll see how it goes. I'll obviously report back and say I'd say play beat by beat. I um, this is besides getting back together with my ex boyfriend. This is the first time in the three years on this podcast that I am going on an actual date with another human being. And yeah, that's kind of like depressing. Some would say, but I also am sick of comparing myself to others. Like this is my timeline. This is my comfort level. That's okay. And it has to do with personal, like, depressive, anxiety-induced shit and and grief and and the pandemic. And let's not forget that. Well, I'm excited to hear how it goes. But speaking of dates, 
I've seen this person, so I can't, this isn't going to be a conducting this experiment, but is love truly blind? And how did so many crazy people end up on this season of love is blind? Because this is one of the crazier, I, I haven't seen so many toxic people in one place since I lived in New York. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Cause it's like, on the one hand, this is like the most toxic season of love is blind. And on the other hand, it's the biggest flop. Like it's like the least excited I've been watching love is blind because there was no one to root for. Like there was no true love. I, I guess like, and by the way, there's going to be spoilers. So if you haven't finished, then don't listen. But what about Milton? I know by the I was going to say by the end, I was like, oh, yeah, like I I root for Milton as an individual. But unfortunately, his wife has a personality disorder and he's only 24 years old. So I just feel right. that's troubling. Like, it's like I I want to like there's moments with Lydia and Milton where I want to be like, oh, my God, they're so cute. Like, I'm obsessed. But then. A few seconds later, I'm reminded of her telling someone she's become friends with that they are that she and her are the same person because she clearly came onto the show after finding out one of her exes was going to be on it. And this is what I'll say, by the way. Let me let me get this out of the way. I am in awe of Lydia. <laughs> to <laughs> let to, get this out of the way. Judgment, sure, we have it. I inc admiration. We have time, that too. She's literally like, and the Olympics of heteronormative behavior. Like she wins. Like first, first of all, so this is the timeline. She meets a guy. She starts dating him. She says he cheated on her. I think he's capable of cheating, but like I also don't trust anything she says about it. He breaks up with her. She looks at she starts looking at the stories of all these women he hangs out with totally relate but like let's be honest just make a finsta you don't have to look yourself make a separate account is that not obvious that you should just make a whole new account i um, have a problem where i don't care like i i but it, i'm very selective like i i try to look at people's stories who only um don't wouldn't don't seem like the kind of people to check who looks at their stories but once in a while not every day. I'm like, I want to check up on this person and I don't give a fuck if they know it's me. Yeah. So that's, I guess, Lydia's attitude. So she starts looking at the stories and she, I guess that's another crazy person's attitude. She finds out. What did she find out? I think by like being at his house and looking at his computer or something, she finds out he's going on the show and they Genius. and then she goes on the show and then the so her ex that she went on for. And his girl that he has a connection with completely fall apart due to, in part, in in most part, Uche being a total manipulative asshole. And I've been saying that from the beginning where some people liked him in the beginning, but he reminds me so much of my worst ex-boyfriend that I was like, I like the judgmental like, oh, and you think that's OK that you did that? I was like, fuck no, this guy. So him and his. uh romantic interest fall apart partially because of that but partially because Lydia starts talking to her in the lounge what whatever they call it the quote-unquote lounge which is actually like an Ikea showroom and she's and like also maybe purgatory like at this point feels so dark and it's like it, a sci-fi yes. yeah it's so bizarre so then she she 
tears them apart. Meanwhile, she convinces one of the most perfect <laughs> men that I've seen on the show, like perfect meaning like I, I shouldn't say perfect. One of the least problematic men on the show, she convinces to marry her. And then she becomes the only couple that stays married of the whole season is her. And I'm like, this is incredible. Like, it's like she's having to defend herself in the reunion of like, she's like, no, I didn't know he was going on the show, whatever. But I'm like, it doesn't matter now, Lydia. You won. You're married. You you beat the experiment against all odds, against all odds. It's incredible. Watching Lydia, even, okay, so before, this was my experience, before everything went down, before it became basically like a single white female thriller movie, I was just thinking, I was like, it's kind of weird. Everything every single man says, and I'm not going to try to do an impression of her because I want to stay uncanceled, um, (laughs) but like every single thing a man in the pod said, Lydia would basically say, oh, that's perfect, me too. Oh, me too. That's perfect. Me too. Perfect. And it was really I want weird. A, I want a movie. I want a gone girl about her. Yeah. Like she and she had so much energy that I think it was like distracting from what she was actually saying. Like, it's like interesting when it got to their wedding and she said her vows, she basically she basically said nothing but just talked about herself. Like she's like, you make me more me and I am happy and I with you and me. And it's like, you're not actually saying anything. That's how she was in the pause. Like it was like, perfect. Oh yeah, I love that too. Oh yeah, me too. I'm that, I'm that. You're, you're Mia Moore and we're perfect. And it was just like, what is this person saying? But I didn't think like, oh, she's like super sinister. I was just like, she doesn't really like know what she's talking about. I mean, she's nothing compared to the woman who was like, I live in Saudi Arabia and Houston and I actually live here now. But the tides turned at because I was texting with a friend. I'm like, this is kind of a boring season. And she's like, did you get to the end of episode three? I'm like, no. And she's like, that's when it's going to turn. So I stay up till two in the morning to see the turn where Uche says, I dated someone here in the pods after he's already traumatized Aaliyah. And she's like basically broken down from him criticizing her. And that's like the part that we saw. I'm sure there was more that we didn't see. And he's like, I dated Lydia, who's been her her closest friend in the pods. Craziness. Every time Aaliyah comes back, which maybe this is a red flag if you come back from talking to the guy you're dating consistently and are crying. But every time she comes (laughs) back crying, Lydia is like, listen, 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 he doesn't understand you. And I went back and rewatched it after the turn. She's like, he doesn't understand you because he has problems of his own that he's not dealing with. Trust me. Trust me. He has problems of his own. He's putting it on you because he doesn't want to deal with his own problems. He doesn't want to look at himself. And when I, it's like, oh, how it's kind of interesting. It, it's like I wish it was like a rom-com or something because it's like the best friend you could have is kind of someone who's also dated the psychopath that you have dated. Right. But her her intentions so at Work first I'm like, hard. maybe this is fine. But then when she starts being like, oh, and by the way, his house is really big. Have you seen his by car? By the way, I Have slept seen- with him in January. Yeah, it's like that then was I the was most like- the darkest. And Aaliyah's just like, OK, so that that was where Lydia lost me. Yeah, I mean, I want to again, we all the admiration in the world. She figured it out. She hacked the system unlike we've ever seen. My my sister was watching me watch episode two and she said, you're so innocent right now. You have no idea what's to come. I want true 
Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Speaking of innocent, I want to talk about Johnny, Izzy, and Stacy. So Johnny is a girl who I, I literally want to watch a documentary about how Johnny ended up on this show because she looks like a lost little lamb. And she has a crush on a man named Izzy, which is an interesting gender swap of names. And he mm. dumps her for Stacy, who to me reminds me of maybe what the devil looks like. Oh, 1,000%. After they are engaged, which, by the way, this show to me is for people who love saying things like my fiance, like how Milton's like, yes, work, I gotta get home to see my wife. Like, I think this is for people who literally need to be engaged so badly that they repel other people because there are attractive people on this show. Like, I'm like, how are you not just dating normally? And I think it's because, because something's they, deeply wrong with them. Exactly. And because they like need to date someone so badly and play house so badly. This is how I'm going to end up on this show. Um, well, I think to your point, it's kind of what Izzy said after his wedding. He was like, I didn't know why someone like Cece hadn't been married before. Now I know. Well, it's also like, babe, your credit score is in the 100s and maybe. OK, and there's lies there, by the way. In what sense? He was like, I only had thirty five hundred dollars in debt. Honey, you want to know the levels of debt that I've had? (laughs) And it turns out like the the credit card companies, by the way, this is I'm based. All my financial information is like someone in the distance said once, like 
something and then I like heard it was like, oh, that's the truth of how the government works with finances. But I went on a date once with I bend with the wind. If someone (laughs) said if I hear someone who is not a financial advisor talk, I listen. I listen. So I went on a date with this woman who said that credit card companies. But this sounds really right. She said credit card companies, your credit score doesn't actually mean that you're like good with finances because they want you to have debt. And then like the more you. So it's like you actually have to get debt and then pay it off. And that's how you get good credit. Like, and I don't know if that's true, but it's like, I don't think that you would have a credit score of 100 if you had $3,500 in debt and then paid it off. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So. Yeah, I I just think it's it's not the credit. It's the lying, like you said. I, I truly think if I met some guy I liked and he was like, I have terrible credit, I'd be like, okay. I don't care. I've literally met I someone know, like, who had combined DUIs and like can't purchase a car because they had so many DUIs. Um, <laughs> okay. And we live together. Um, no, but it was the lying. And I think it was overshadowed because Stacy's family was so fucking insufferable being like, she actually needs to be able to travel. Are you going to be able to fly her around the world? Like they were so awful that I, and Stacy so awful that everyone came to Izzy's side, including me, but you're right that he lied. And that's fucking weird. Um, not to jump around too much, but I'm literally laughing out loud remembering something from the reunion, which yes. is JP and Taylor. Oh, my so God. JP and Taylor are both totally like, again, normal looking, attractive people who should be fine in the real world. They I think did... Taylor is hot as hell. Oh, yeah. No, exactly. Like, I was like, what are you doing here? They did call each other sugar and sugar bottom, which, by the way, I, I I was like, this is the most psychotic thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. They kiss multiple times when at the reveal. Like, I think that they're going to be at one of the couples that at least lasts. They do not speak. They Taylor, do not speak. They do not speak. And I Silent this is like night. my nightmare. This is scary to me. Like, I, I would I would be so shaken by this. Taylor's like, you have to help me, you know, um, which, again, is so... <sighs> is such the female journey like please meet me halfway yeah and at least at least uh, please uh, like i'm going i can't go with all the 90 percent for both of us which i usually do right but um which i usually finally, do and then hold it against them later yeah no problem i can do that near problem i can lift a couch on my own you do not need to lift up the other side metaphorically in a relationship um uh jp of course confesses that he does not like that taylor wears makeup i just love that there's some uh, such a simple villain this way and but i was laughing thinking about when everyone was writing down who they would hit on and (laughs) on the show and he just wrote no one (laughs) i mean i mean he's not wrong but it's just so funny to me like he's like all of you guys are fucking weirdos jp said that I mean, he didn't say it, but he just wrote down no one on his card, I which think, I, I loved. I think he's, I don't know. Like, I think some of these men who are like, patriotism, blah, blah, blah. It's like, you're gay. Um, <laughs> so that could be a problem. But also this, like, I was watching the reunion with friends in a group and like, people were like, I cannot believe he said the no makeup thing. Every man I've ever dated has said that to me. I like That's better without true. makeup. That's and, true. And they think it's a complica- compliment, but it's actually offensive. And like, this is what I'll say. How about don't fucking ever say anything about my appearance unless it's a compliment. 
How about that? And I would never, I would never be like, hey, your butt crack shows a lot when you like don't even know that your jeans are falling That's off. That's so funny. I've dated and, someone who did that. Literally, his roommate said, we're going to get him a belt for Christmas. Yeah. And it's like, I would never be like, hey, I like you better when you do this. I like you better when your shirt, t-shirts aren't completely wrinkled and the neck is stretched out because you don't know how to dry it correctly. I like you better when you learn the difference between shampoo and conditioner. I would never say that. I just say nice things. And to me, they're like, ooh, those shoes. Ooh. And it's like, this is the whole thing. And I can't even get into it. But it's like men like that. It's like, are you attracted to women? Because it should be pretty simple to be attracted to us. But you have all these notes. You know what I mean? Like if you have notes, something's going on. And I really like that. I know. I'm like making it so sinister. Meanwhile, he's such an idiot. Like I was excited for them to come out on the reunion and they're like coming for him. But he's so dumb that it was like not fun. Like he was like, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess I probably would never say that again. And it was like, all right, well, then I guess just and she's like, and I forgive you. I was like, all right, get these fuckers off the stage and get some real people in there. Well, this is also speaks to the fact that we need like Andy Cohen level interviewer. We have the worst like questions in america i gotta go to those houston bars (laughs) literally nick lachey goes i gotta ask what is the best part about being married it's like do you think i want to hear (laughs) these people answer this question do you think that's why i watch this show to hear about the best part being married no i mean can you imagine andy cohen asking something so stupid he is a pro we need that we need andy cohen is asking reba if she's taken poppers before (laughs) like we need that and by the way this is what i had this argument about um like I sent in my group text with some friends that I don't like watching reunions and I received a hun dot 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 why but it's like because I don't like just watching people sit in a circle like I need scenery changes I need this at least with Andy like he'll be like and just so you know like these are some things America has said about you you're disgusting you're vile you're trash you're garbage (laughs) and it's like I, I will take that. I'll take Kim with the bunny crying. I'll take that. He will but, ask Jax if he is hooked up with him in and say, yeah. I don't believe you. He'll be like, so people no. think you have uh, an incurable STD. Is that true? And then Nick and Vanessa are like, oh, you guys were making out in a bar. I got to check out bars. That sounds fun. I'm like, shut up. Nick the says fuck repeatedly, up. Houston for a big city must be pretty small. I'm like, Nick, you are a piece of wood. You, you are, are literally a log. You're a log. You're a log. <laughs> um, I agree. Okay, wait. So let's get back to Stacy though, the villain of all villains. Um, so Stacy and Izzy, first he chooses. So he's choosing. At first, he's he breaks up with Lydia, and she's like, "Oh, really? Oh, okay." And then she doesn't care because she's like on to the next to try to like hook someone, which she did. But Izzy has Johnny and Stacy that he's choosing between. Now, this is what I'll tell you when at this point, when he was talking to both of them, I liked Johnny more by the end. I just don't like or trust Johnny. I have to be honest with you. But okay. I also hate Stacy more than I dislike Johnny. What are your thoughts? Again, all toxic people on this show. There's no like <laughs> I completely understand. I'm more impressed that Stacy went off on Johnny, calling her a piece of shit. And again, you're like it's like Izzy said, unfortunately. I mean, I there's a reason he's single too, but it's like, oh, you're unhinged. Oh, you're a crazy person. Yeah. And she, she was like, I needed to be by my fiance to make sure he was okay. I just wanted to be next to my fiance, which 
listen, when Devin and I get married, which we will someday, okay, to the doubters out there, you are going to hear us say our husband, or I should speak for myself. I'm going to say my husband all the time. I will too, but I think it, the thing the thing that's hard here is like they've known each other for four weeks, you know, or less. Um, and they're saying that. I think, so what's interesting, someone said this in my group watch. If a man behaved the way Stacy did, we would have all been like, he's fucking evil and he would never recover because she's like, he truly can't do anything right. Like, it's like he... He is kind of dumb and like probably like disingenuous at at certain points. And like it was kind of weird how he like had a lost and found of stuff that girls left there or whatever. But also, I'm like, this is something I'm shocked by when they do the home tours. I'm like, do most people just not have decorations like no one has anything hanging on their wall? And I'm like, my there's not even a centimeter of wall in my house. That's not- I know I, I need actually less stuff. Enough shit. Like, I don't know how these people end up with like nothing hanging anywhere and like no character to their homes whatsoever. But um yeah, it's like Stacy, whatever Izzy said, there it would be a problem. Like, oh, I don't actually like that kind of flowers. Oh, he eats Chipotle. Oh, this, oh that. Um, oh, well, why were you taught like I agreed with her in certain areas, but it was just like she, it's just like you don't like this person, so that's fine. Um and then she does this whole thing of like, no, I love you so much. But it's like, no, you don't. You don't. Um, you don't, babe. And then she does this baby. So what's interesting, she dresses like mostly in like pants and like sort of like. I don't even know how to describe her style, but like she doesn't in every scene, she's like wearing pants and like a crop top. And then when she goes to her parents house She's wearing like a floofy little girl's dress with like a headband. She had like a completely different persona. And she's like, um, I, which she did with Izzy sometimes too, where she'd be like, I don't like that. I don't want the baba. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God. We always have men willing to marry crazy women, unfortunately. Except these two crazy gals. <laughs> well, please stay tuned. Speaking of crazy gals. Speaking of crazy gals. Wait, I also like, just want to I want to give mention to something. Carolina's like, I mention. don't care about this anymore. <laughs> Carolina has shut down. I can see. I literally have EMDR therapy right now. No, in three minutes. Oh, shit. OK, um, I just want to say one last thing, which is there is a whole storyline that was cut from the show. And it's very confusing and upsetting that Carter and Renee actually got um married on the show and were filmed all the way through their wedding and then said no because carter cheated on her something's this is what, happening this is television worthy and they didn't show it and i'm interested in that mystery love is blind has a lot of answering to do and i hope that they will speak up and explain themselves i wonder if we'll get a documentary at one point i hope so in the meantime i love you Devin. love you carol Love me back.
Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl, go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. (sighs) Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies.